Hey everyone, it's Kennedy Hawk from the Marvel Champions Monthly Fan Podcast team, here with a quick solo episode initiating the Clobberin' Time Challenge Volume 2. So the Clobberin' Time Challenge started last spring. A few of us went through all of the content that had been released to Marvel Champions slowly whenever we won a game, removing the cards we used from our deck building pool to force us to try different cards and take riskier choices when deck building. We decided to re-kick off this challenge. When we originally did it last time, I think there were only six different villains released and eight heroes. Now we've got 14 heroes and way more villains than we can handle in a single gauntlet. So we wanted to scale it back and make it something that could be scaled up for future Marvel Champions content that'll always make things feel fresh and exciting. So here are the details for the Season 2 of the It's Clobberin' Time Challenge. I'm going to go through the rules here. Um, there is an article that will be linked in the show notes below that includes a play log, um, Google Sheets, Excel sheet. So you'll be able to open that sheet, save a copy of it, and record your wins and losses as well. So to play the Clobberin' Time Challenge, what you're going to want to do is randomly select eight Marvel Champions heroes from your collection. So if you don't have the entire collection... Say you have 10 heroes, you pick 8 at random. Then you're going to set aside all the cards into a pool based on those heroes. So for core set heroes, you're going to take the pre-constructed deck from the RRG. For a hero pack hero like Captain America, you're going to take all the cards in Captain America's hero pack and place them into a hero or deck building pool. So you're going to do this for all 8 heroes. At the bottom of this blog post, in case you don't remember or have lost track of what cards were in what pack or what those pre-constructed decks are, we list out all the cards for each hero, and as new heroes are added, we'll add infographics for them, also showing you what cards are available for those heroes. Once you've gotten that, the next thing you're going to do is you're going to sort these set-aside deck-building pool cards, and what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to keep three copies of every non-unique card. So those are cards like Avengers Mansion. Those are cards like Uppercut. Those are cards even like Energy Genius and Strength. You're going to want three copies of those and one copy of every unique card. So your Yarnbjorns, your Nick Furies, all your allies really, you're only going to have one copy of. So you put all of those into a pool and return everything else back to the box. So what this means is if you pick two heroes that share a card, like here I'm thinking of Captain America, he has Make the Call in his deck, and so does Captain Marvel. So if Captain America and Captain Marvel are both in your pool or your randomized list, you're not going to have six copies of Make the Call to work with. You're only going to have three. So you're really forced to limit how many copies of different cards you include in your deck and things like that. Some important things to note about that, that means that each ally from your like deck building pool, you're only going to get one shot at that ally. So Nick Fury is going to go in one deck, Mockingbird is going to go in one deck, and those energy genius and strength resources, you're going to have three copies of those cards to run this gauntlet of villains. So you're going to be very limited in your deck building. So anyway, you've got your deck building pool set up. What I recommend doing is getting like a 400 count card box and putting all those cards in that box because I'm going to want to play these five to six games back to back and see how I do. So, got your deck building pool set aside. It's got eight heroes and signature sets, three of each of the non-unique cards and one of each of the unique cards. Everything else goes back in your storage. Next, you're going to randomly select five villains. Um, optionally, you could also randomly select modular sets, although you can just use the recommended sets if you want to as well. 
and you're ready to go once you have all that selected, written down, and recorded. So there's blanks for all that in this Google's Excel sheet. Now what you're going to do is take your deck building pool, pick a hero, build a deck for that hero from your deck building pool, and take it up against whatever of the five villains you choose to go up against first. Each time you play a villain, if you win, you're going to make sure to record that win in your play log because you're going to want to know how many attempts it took you or how many losses it took you to beat all five villains. Then you're going to take all the cards that were in your deck, including the hero kit itself. So if I chose Black Panther and Aggression, I'm going to take all those Aggression and Basic cards from his deck and Black Panther's kit, take it from my deck building pool, and put it back in my general storage. It can't be used again against the next four villains. So this is really going to limit and, and force you to, to make decisions here, right? You're going to have to take on five villains with one Nick Fury. Like I mentioned, you're going to have, you know, nine basic resources to spread across those five games. So you've really got to lean on cards that you might not be familiar with using or cards that you might have avoided using in the past because there's such efficient, great cards in the core set. So like I said, you're going to go through all five villains slowly removing cards. If you if you lose against a villain, you still record this in your play log, but then you put those cards back into your deck building pool, start from scratch on that villain, and build a new deck to try to take them down. You can even like rotate between the villains. If you lose to villain number one and villain number two, you can say, okay, I'm going to go on to villain number three, because villain number one and two I'm just going to have to wait until I have a better idea for. Either way, at the end of the day, or end of the challenge, you're going to have played against five villains and hopefully defeated all five of them, with a given number of losses. So depending on how many losses it took you to get there with this shrinking card pool, if you have zero losses and you beat all five villains in the first try, you are an adventurer, you are truly heroic. You should probably try this on expert or heroic mode. I I'm going to start on expert mode, but you can start on standard or whatever difficulty you want. If you had one to two losses, you're an honorary avenger. Yes, you're like my favorite card, but you didn't get zero losses. You came super, super close. So I would encourage you to try again. You can re-randomize your pool or use the same pool against the same gauntlet of villains and see if you can change some of your deck building tricks to defeat those villains. If it was three to five losses, you're like at the crossover team. So this exercise in deck building was a bit of a stretch, but with a little bit of push, I think you can really get there. So I would encourage you to Start with the easier villains and see what the minimal cards you can get by with with those easier villains and then work your way to the harder villains. And if it took six plus losses, you're probably on the West Coast Avengers, so you should definitely try again. Uh, maybe try in standard mode. I would even encourage you to say, okay, well, instead of taking eight heroes worth in my card pool, I'm going to take nine heroes worth. So let's talk about this shrinking card pool for a minute. I keep saying that phrase because I think it's been clear what's happening, but... With each win against a villain, you're going to have less cards to do your deck building from. So what I'm going to do for my next five Stealth Strike episodes is record my Clower in Time Challenge, but I'm going to go to the main Marvel Champions Discord, to the Maria Hill Spambot channel, and spawn my challenge live during this episode. So you guys will know who I'm going up against, and then I can talk a little bit about my strategy and how this, this shrinking card pool is going to affect me. Alright, so I am going down to the extras category, Maria Hill Spambot. I can do exclamation point clobberin. And Maria Hill has told me, your clobberin challenge includes these heroes. Thor, Captain America, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Black Panther, Iron Man, Ant-Man, and Spider-Man. So, looking at that, I can assert a couple things right away. So Thor and Iron Man are both aggression pre-builds, um, at least within the RRG. The Captain America, Hawkeye, and Ant-Man are all leadership. So we have all the leadership characters except for Captain Marvel. 
stinks about that is we lose out on Maria Hill by not having Captain Marvel. So a little bit of a pain. We've got Miss Marvel and um, Black Panther, who are both protection, and Spider-Man, who is Justice. So we did get all four aspects, which is great. But we're going to be really limited on Justice cards. So if we think about Justice, we're going to have just the core set Justice cards, and then the Justice cards from the back of Thor's pack, Captain America's pack, Miss Marvel, um, and Ant-Man. Because Hawkeye, Hawkeye doesn't come with any, because he was in a campaign expansion. Iron Man is obviously corset, so he's like aggression only. Black Panther is corset, so he's protection only. So we got very few Justice cards to work with for our Justice um, deck. Maria also tells me who we're going to be facing off against. So she says that you'll be facing off against Red Skull, Green Goblin Risky Business, Absorbing Man, Green Goblin Mutagen Formula, and Crossbones. So there's our gauntlet. We've got some pretty tough scenarios in here expert red skull and expert mutagen formula um, could be pretty difficult especially expert crossbones um, in a limited card pool set i think we have a couple of easy ones we have risky business and absorbing man so we should be able to hit the ground running so i'm going to play against these five villains in whatever order i want and i'm going to have to limit myself to that card pool above so again when i say shrinking card pool what i'm trying to emphasize here is let's say i go against risky business first and i take spider-man justice up against it for that second, third, fourth, and fifth villain, I'm not going to have any justice cards left in my deck building pool. So as I win games, that card pool is going to shrink, and I'm really going to feel the pressure of being a hero by the end of this gauntlet. The idea I had with this was, first of all, to get me playing cards that I don't play a lot. Right? I've started to play the enhanced recesses, resources more. Um, a lot of times when the game first came out, I would include those three basic resources in every deck. I've realized since then that in standard and sometimes even in expert mode, you really don't, you really aren't required to have like those three basic resources all the time, and you can still have a pretty successful deck. So it really is going to challenge me there. Um, and the other idea was to get this like thematic engagement of, you know, in the Marvel movies and in a lot of Marvel comics, the hero starts on the upside, but then the villain starts to gain momentum, the villain starts to gain power, and the hero almost feels overwhelmed, and they have to have that heroic moment in Act 3 where they overcome the villain, prove that they have what it takes, and stop the villain in their tracks. And here I'm going to feel that like pressure from this lack of resources and this lack of cards to do deck building from that I'm going to really be stretched to figure out what's going to happen here. So let's talk strategy on my poll right here. And if you want to play the same poll as me, I've included a screenshot of it in the article, so you can totally use the exact same Plabber and Time Challenge to try it out. So I've got two aggression heroes, Iron Man and Thor. Um, so we'll definitely be playing an aggression jack, and I'm probably going to try to do that with Hawkeye, because I think Hawkeye aggression is pretty good at racing things. Um, he'll probably take on Absorbing Man, because we can just you know race Absorbing Man down as fast as possible. We've got three leadership decks, so I think we can get two leadership decks in here, and I think we're going to have to use those against Red Skull and Green Goblin Mugen Formula. We'll probably try to do a leadership Spider-Man deck because we have access to Ant-Man and Hawkeye's pack, so we get all of those, um, not attachments, upgrades for our heroes that can really make a good Voltron Black Cat deck. We won't have... Iron Man from the Doctor Strange pack, though, so we're a little bit limited there. So one of our decks will probably be Spider-Man Leadership. The other one will probably be, I'm going to guess Captain America Leadership. So we've got Captain America, Hawkeye, and Spider-Man planned out there. I've still got to take on Green Goblin, Risky Business, and Crossbones. So I think I am going to go with Black Panther Protection against Crossbones, because I think that I can absorb a lot of that damage and heal it. 
Uh, and crossbones can really pummel you for a lot of damage at the beginning of the game. So knowing that we can grab our suit and heal some of that off is going to make me feel pretty comfortable. And we haven't used our Justice character yet, so we'll probably take either Iron Man or Miss Marvel Justice up against Green Goblin Risky Business. So I think that's going to be the plan I'm going to take. We'll see how it works out when I record my Stealth Strike episodes. And I'm going to record the wins and losses, so you guys will see what category I fall into in the 0 to 6 plus wins range. So... I hope you guys try out this clobber in time challenge. I think it can be really fun, especially when we're waiting and waiting and waiting for new scenarios. We know that Galaxy's Most Wanted is on the horizon, but that's still several months away. So if you really want a fun deck building challenge, I highly encourage you to do this. We'll keep Maria Hillbot up to date. So as new heroes release, um, at least as they say they're released on the FFG website, we will add them to the bots so that they can be automatically inserted into this randomizer. But you can really use any randomizer you want. You can grab your 15 heroes and shuffle them up and then deal them out however you however you feel like randomizing. So, hope you try this out. Um, as a special announcement, if you've listened to me this far, what the MCM crew is going to do, we have made some promo sets for our patrons in 2020. And we have a couple extra copies of that promo set laying around so we commissioned some art for the return of the rhino set from the homebrew server so i have five copies of that to, to give away so by the end of january if you have attempted the clobber in time challenge i highly encourage you to either take a screenshot of it and post it on the mcm discord or email it to marvel champions monthly at gmail.com we're going to put everybody that attempts a clobber in time challenge into a big pool and pull five random names to receive some promo packs from the MCM crew. With that, I'll let you guys randomize your scenarios and heroes and uh, get to deck tinkering. Good luck. This is the, the end of Kennedy Hawk's holiday sign-off, so happy holidays and see you next year.